Let us bow in prayers. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with you. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, your hand that provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto I want to thank you, Lord, for the gift of all of us this morning gathered in your presence. We thank you, Lord, for the the newness of your word in our hearts every day. We now ask you, Lord, to come into our hearts, break the word in our hearts this morning, and let your word be our strength, let your word be our courage. And let your grace abide and remain in our hearts this morning. For we always make our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. The central message in our readings this morning is the faithfulness of God. And that's precisely the reason why we've started this reflection with a prayer that exalts God's faithfulness. The fact that morning by morning, week by week, minute by minute, second by second, January to December, day in, day out, God is faithful to you, and God is faithful to me. This is really the assurance that the three readings this morning give to all of us. The fact that the promises God has made to all of us, the will of God in your life is good, and that goodness is unchangeable. That goodness of God in your life is constant, it's permanent, and it's abundant. And that's the heart of our message this morning. Isaiah now opens up this grand thematic. In the first reading, by laying before us this beautiful metaphor of the rain and the snow falling down from the heavens, Isaiah says that the word of God, that the love of God, the kindness of God is like rain, and once God releases it, it will not turn back. That the blessings of God in our lives 
is like the snow that falls. And once God sets his word in your life, it cannot be void. God's check never bounces. His account is replenishing in itself. And so Isaiah tells us, for that singular reason, we have faith in God's goodness. Because the promise of God is not yes and no. God does not equivocate. God does not double speak. God does not talk tongue in cheek. He speaks clearly. And the scripture tells us that his word is yes and amen. Can somebody please say amen? Amen. That's what we celebrate this morning. And now in the gospel... The parable now begins to magnify this singular message. We read of the parable of the sower. And one of the messages we learn from that parable is that God, using our modern language, is an equal opportunity employer. Amen. Amen. He, the sower, does not discriminate or prescript or prejudge any of the soils. He gives them the same quality of seeds. The rocky ground, the thorny ground, the grounds by the path, the rich soil, each of them were lavished with the same quality of grace, with the same quality of God's word. And that speaks a lot about God's generosity. The fact that all of us, sometimes we fluctuate. Sometimes we move from rich soil to rocky soil. Sometimes we move from rocky soil to thorny soils. Our humanity and our vulnerability sometimes makes us, just keeps fluctuating. But God's word is constant. His love is constant. Even when in my weaknesses, even when in your humanity, sometimes we fail, sometimes we fall short of God's grace. The parable of the sower tells us that God, in his generosity, is always faithfully waiting for us to turn around. And so he keeps offering the good seed He keeps offering the good grace, waiting for that time when our hearts will be ripe to yield fruit in hundredfolds, in sixtyfolds, and in thirtyfolds. So two things we need to do then this morning, according to our readings. Number one, we need to keep asking the Lord for the grace to make our hearts rich for the word of God. We need to keep asking the Lord for the grace to be open and fertile to the word of God, avoiding the distractions around us. The seed that grew on the, that fell on the path, the one that fell on the thorny ground, these are all good soils, but they were having distractions. And so these distractions 
choked the word of God in their lives. The parable of the sower is a reminder to all of us children of God to ask for the grace to keep avoiding the distractions around us. And sometimes these distractions can come from our society. Sometimes our distractions will come from our culture. And I would dare to say, sometimes even our politics become our source of distractions and they stifle the word of God in our hearts. We do all have an invitation this morning to ask for the grace to open our hearts that the word of God will bear fruit in our lives. And number two, and finally, St. Paul tells us that as children of God, we must keep an eye on the glory to come. Paul tells us in the second reading, and when I was reading it this morning, I was like, ah. Paul is saying that, you know what? Your faith in God is not an inoculation to suffering. Think about that. That your faith in God does not immunize you from suffering. But here is the good thing. He says, even when we suffer, let's look at it like labor pain. Like a woman who cries in labor but knows that there is a bundle of joy at the end of that tears. Amen. That's our assurance. And so Paul says, when sometimes we find ourselves having to deal with sufferings, health issues, addiction problems, family problems, and the list can go on and on, Paul says, always keep an eye on the glory to come. And what is that glory? The fact that God in his word is always faithful. And so we pray that the word of God remains alive in our hearts and bears fruit in our hearts all the days of our lives. Amen.